sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kulpom. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kulpom. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulpom, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Monday. It's uh, May 13th, uh, 2019. And we're here to talk about, uh, oh boy. <laughs> First, hope you had a good weekend. Uh, in case you don't know, this is, uh, you know, we'll do markets, the things that affect them, Trump land, tariffs, Uber, Lyft, and everything else in between. But first, if you do not get this show in the city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive our live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also, with GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at Gary Kulpom. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary articles. We post charts of the day, news of the day. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, we'd like to hear what you're doing. Press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes. And uh, convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com, our email service right there at garyk.com, one month free. All right, so uh, here's the way I see things. For months, many months, over a year, we've been hearing about China and trade. And the negotiations of China and trade have been going well have been going excellently. For weeks, we were hearing that it was getting closer. Day in and day out. Kudlow, Mnuchin, the president. Things are great. We're getting closer. And then days and days ago, we were really close. Just about dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And then last Sunday, out of nowhere, China lied. They changed their stance. We're putting all these tariffs on. Out of nowhere. Instead of the president getting his negotiators in secret, speaking to China, hey, what's going on here? We really need to sit down. We want to keep this under wraps right now. We're in negotiations. But what's your stance and why did it change? We'd like to get this done. No! Let's tweet it out. Let's do a complete change of stance on everything markets were expecting, everything people were expecting, everything business was expecting. And then tell business, hey, by the way, you got five days. It's Sunday. By Friday, we're putting on new tariffs. Now, let's think about that for a second. You're a business. You're a business. You sell this, that, and the other thing. You import your stuff to, to make the stuff or the stuff from China to sell, and all of a sudden, your cost goes up 10, 15, 25%. What the hell am I going to do? And I only have five days. What? Normally when these type of tariffs come out, they give us four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks. We can prepare. Nope. President shoots the middle finger at the business. The same businesses that he has been doing great for. Regulatory cuts, tax cuts for corporations. Fabulous. Instead, he puts a tax hike on the business, which in turn would put it to the consumer to a certain extent. But the president is now out today saying, hey, just buy American or just buy from other countries. But it doesn't work that way, Mr. President. It doesn't work that way. Just do this, just do that. But I digress. Went through the weekend, and all of a sudden China's pissed off. 
and they're retaliating, which, by the way, is not the biggest of deals. But now you have markets that on Friday were down 400 and finished up 100 right at vital support levels. Held. Why? Why did they hold Friday? Because Friday, there was some hope. Mnuchin came out and said we had constructive talks. He lied. We told you Friday he lied. It was a lie. But the market wants to believe anything, so it rallied. Well, we opened up two, 300 points. At the lows, we were down 715, 720 today. And, of course, it is Monday, so we are pre-taping this show in the final hour. As I speak, it is 3.06 p.m. Eastern Time. And as I speak, the Dow is off the lows, but it's still down 565. The S&P down 61. The NASDAQ, a juicy 235. NASDAQ 100, a juicy 227. The SOX, a juicy 59. Mid-caps and small-caps schmacked for 2.5%. Transport's down 2.5%, down 267. Advanced declines are terrible. Up-down volume are terrible. You ready for this? New highs on the NASDAQ, 36. New lows, 142. New highs on the New York, 70. New lows, 127. There's more new lows and new highs in the market. And it's 3.07 p.m. And I will tell you, the president just came out and said he may or may not add more tariffs from here, which tells me he's already telling us. And he's probably going to hold back now. Why? Markets are down. So he's going to make us some sort of excuse that we're going to attempt to do this, attempt to do that. And, of course, as soon as he said that, markets went up 100 points within seconds. So we think that'll change here in the near term. That next big, gigantic tariff that they were talking about, the several hundred billion, I'm going to guess ain't going to happen. Why? Because markets matter more to him, I think, than anything. So we'll take you to about 3.40 p.m. today as we do this show. And we do have lots to cover. And let us not forget the market wrap, which is not really a wrap because we're only taking you about 340 is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's your more back one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. As I speak, now down 550. S&P 60, NASDAQ 230, NASDAQ 100, 221. But I would not doubt the usual happened from this administration in the final hour. Oh, we had a breakthrough. Oh, we had this. Oh, and then tomorrow, no, we didn't have a breakthrough. I'm telling you. Trump is a market guy. Mnuchin's a market guy. They know the last hour matters. That's what happened last week on Friday. So let's see if they pull a rabbit out of their house hat today. But leave no doubt, the president misdiagnosed this whole thing, misinterpreted this whole thing. And yeah, I know. We are told China's the one who changed the stance. But again, knowing what you have been telling the country, that everything's great, why not sit down with the Chinese behind closed doors at that point in time and say, whoa, and then, after a bit, you don't get anything. Then you announce, oh, because he's transparent. Stop with the transparent. Do you know how many negotiations are done behind closed doors? 95% of them in Washington. 95% of them. Anyway, so not a good day. Now, about an hour ago, I went through 25, uh, 1,500 stocks, 200 sectors, 40 countries, all the leaders, and I put out a little tweet saying it looks like the south end of a northbound jackass. Well, you know what a south end of a northbound jackass is, right? Then just think about it. What I will do in a minute is explain to you exactly what I mean and meant about that. Because, remember, for us, it's not the news, it's how markets react to the news. And when all is said and done, we do not rationalize. We watch price and fear and greed and patterns. We'll explain up next on this, the one and only Investor's Edge.
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So, are you ready? Um, we're in the last hour, and markets have had its way of defending themselves. But they can only really defend themselves when they have very important levels to support. Now, sometimes they will undercut them and then rally above them. Just letting you know, anything's possible uh, by the close of today. And right now it's 3.13 p.m. But I'm letting you know we did a scan about an hour ago. And as I told you, we went through tons and tons of stocks. Tons and tons of stocks. Tons and tons of stocks. Uh, it wasn't pretty. So let me just, as I speak, at 3.14, the Dow, as I speak, amazingly, is a little bit below the 200-day moving average, the 200-day moving average. Now, remember, the Dow has been weaker than most because of Boeing and 3M. Boeing's down $16 today because the talk of them going after Boeing, China. Uh, in the Dow, Apple down 10, 11 the story is Apple lost, uh, the Supreme Court came out and said they can be sued by people because of the monopolization of the apps and the app store. Go read about it. And then you got United Tech down five, Goldman Sachs down six, Home Depot four, Caterpillar six. Just a very rough day. So the Dow's already a little bit under the 200-day. The S&P 500 is not even close to the 200-day, but broke the 50-day handily. And, uh, you know, not very good. Uh, the NASDAQ... Uh, broke the 50-day handily also. Uh, not very good. The Sox uh, broke the 50-day handily and uh, not very good. The uh, Russell 2000, uh, that's been the weakest of all. Not very good. Broke the 200 in the 50-day. And the same goes for the mid-cap 400. And, and then I just go through leading names. That's what we do. We'll scan the leading names. And all I can tell you is just a bunch of them are getting busted up today. A bunch of them. Apple breaks the 50-day. Uh, Broadcom breaks the 50-day. All the Chinese ADRs have been just busted open, the China thing. Uh, Google breaks the 200-day today. Netflix, which was trying to break out of range seven days ago, is cracking. That's down 15 today. By the way, Google down 30. I just, you ready? So these are leading names. Twilio, T-W-L-O, down 9. Workday, down 8. W-D-A-Y. Paycom, P-A-Y-C, down 10. ServiceNow, down 12. N-O-W. Adobe, down 9. Autodesk, down 7. Shopify down eight, Facebook down six. And I can do more, but just a lot of things getting busted. Notwithstanding the close, I'm, I'm open to anything by the close, but all I can tell you it is uh, 316 now, and we're still down 572, S&P down 63, NASDAQ 241, NASDAQ 100, 234. Every Dow stock is down. Uh, transport's down 287, every transport's down. By the way, in the transports, you ready? Union Pacific four, United Airlines three. Uh, Rider two, Norfolk Southern five and a half, Landstar four and a half. FedEx 5, and everything else, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Semiconductors. I mentioned Broadcom down 10. Analog devices, 6. ASML holding, 7. Remember I was telling you about the semiconductors? What was I telling you? I don't understand how it's going up. The numbers are terrible, and the guidance is terrible. Uh, maybe we're figuring that out now. Uh, Xilinx down 6. Texas Instruments, almost 5. Silicon Labs, 5. NVIDIA, 8 and change. Microchip, 5 and change. Maximum Integrated Products, 3 and change. LAM Research, 8 and change. 
Skyworks Solutions, five and change. That's just another area. Oils are hit. Housing hit. Commodities hit. Ooh, man, really hit. Marijuana stocks hit. You know what's up today? You ready for this? Bitcoin. Remember I told you the GBTC gapped up above resistance at five bucks? It's doubled in seven, six and a half weeks. Amazing. All of the Bitcoin people are out, you know, wet in the pants right now. But it's still down 80% from the highs. They don't tell you that. And you know all those other coins down between 95 and 100. But amazing. And what else is up today? Beyond meat. <laughs> it's up three today. Yeah, whatever. So leaders bust up, but don't worry. Donald Trump says we're well positioned. You know? We're well positioned. Uh... Do I want to wait for the next segment because that may take a while? I want to do Uber and uh, Lyft again. And we told, we warned you. We had no idea how bad it would get. But we told you. We, we some, Remember, sometimes all you really got to do is read the numbers. And it doesn't work. Beyond Meat is trading at 70. It shouldn't be trading at 7. But we warn you all the time. Look at the numbers. And really, does it, does it fit? Does it make sense? Is that valuation making sense? And let me repeat, Beyond Meat doesn't make sense, so you never know. So we really didn't know, but the only thing we did know was Lyft opened up and never saw the light of day, and Uber opened up and never saw the light of day. Wait till you hear what they're doing today. And wait till you hear where you see these stocks are at. So it's very important you guys listen. This is the most important radio show when it comes to markets like this. Why? You know what everybody else tells you. It's a buying opportunity. Everything's a buying opportunity. It's a buying opportunity. It's a buying opportunity. Everything's a buying opportunity. I saw a guy today actually shrug off the fact that everything dropped 56% in 08. And all you got to do is live through it. Yeah, your million's 440. Your Merrill Lynch went to zero. Yeah, just shrug it off. Your Bear Stearns went to zero. Your Wachovia went to zero. Your Countrywide. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Up next, Uber and Lyft. I'm, I'm even surprised. That's up next on this one only Investor's Edge. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a city runner boy. With Gary Kolbaum. Comes highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, this week... Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, the great Adam Sarhan will be hosting the show. That's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. If need be, I will call in to say hi, and there'll probably be some need. That's all I can tell you. All right, Uber and Lyft, ready for this? So Uber was a $45 IPO. They couldn't even open it at 45 They opened it at 43 dropped to 41 rallied up to 43 44 It's down $4.85 to 36 and three quarters. Holy crap. That's unbelievable. And do you know why? It's a big market cap. Let's see. What's 1.6 billion times 8? No, 1.7 billion times 8. 8 times 1 is 8. 8 times 1 is 8. 8 times 7 is 56. $13.6 billion has been lost from the IPO price. That is a horror show. And it tells you they did a poor job of bringing the deal. Now, as we told you, you know, you provide a service and lose 58 cents every time you provide the service. Not so sure it's the greatest thing since the history of time. Lyft 
opened at 88. It's 48 and change. $72 IPO is down 24 bucks. It's 33, 34%. Holy hell. What a horrific job that these people did. I, I don't need to mention who the underwriters were. If you want, Google the words underwriters of Uber and Lyft. They're not looking too good. And some people may be fired. But it's just a complete miscalculation. I remember when Lyft came out, they were saying it was oversubscribed. The man was strong. And I was like, really? And I think Uber now, I don't know about Lyft, has gone through about five tranches of pricing before the IPO. Meaning there was some priced at 50. They're certainly underwater. I heard this some at 45. They're underwater. 40 underwater. 35 is only up uh, $1.70. And here's the other part of the equation. It's mostly six-month restricted. These people are screwed. Remember I told you my friends? There's one. I think one had 5,000 shares. Quarter million bucks. It's down 65,000 bucks. Do you think they expected that? They're just an absolute utter disaster. Disaster. I feel terrible. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Uh, just other things I'm noticing today as I, as I go through things. We already told you weeks ago that healthcare had topped out, and then the worry was uh, Medicare for all and all that stuff, how it's going to hurt them. And we said to you, yeah, but that thing's not happening for two years if it ever does. So we thought something else was going on, but you never know. All I can tell you, uh, this stuff remains in a bear. And I'll tell you what really acts poorly is a lot of these biotechs. Man, oh man, oh man, some of these biotechs are just absolutely cratering. Absolutely cratering. Absolutely cratering. I'm looking at Regeneron. It's come from 442 to 305 in like two months. That's unbelievable. That's a big name. Amgen. Uh, just in the last four weeks, 196 to 167. Amgen. And that's not, not even from the highs. That's unreal. So the biotechs are in pretty bad shape. All the other healthcare stocks are in bad shape. I mentioned the weed also. They ain't having fun with those either. Remember, if you get into a bad market, they'll come after everything. Except Bitcoin. Uh, valuations matter when you get into rough markets. And odds favor. Probably got a top of consequence here. That's all. How far I don't know, how bad I don't know, how long I don't know. But probably have a top of consequence. So what happens if, Gary, you wake up tomorrow and China cuts a deal with us? You know what my guess is? Just a guess. We open up 500 and we sell off. Because once you break things, they're usually broken for a while. But again, in this world right now, this very noisy world out of Washington, D.C. and out of central banks, uh, we don't... We don't you know, anything is possible. All I know is today is just a miserable, miserable day. And just like a lot of stuff is being taken out of some good support levels. As I speak, Dow is down to 631, S&P down 70, NASDAQ 264, NASDAQ 100, 256. Uh, let's see. Uh, Russell 2000 down 3%. Yeah, 3. No, let me take that back. Yeah, 3%. Mid caps. I'll call it about 3%. Transports, 313. We'll call that eh, a little less than 3%. Let's call 28. Foreign markets. When you have a chance, go put up FXI. FXI. Go put up uh, 
EEM. That's emerging markets. FXI is, you know, the China, whatever it is. Not very good. They put up the EFA index, EFA, that's rolled over. Just about everything's rolled over for now. And now we're hearing, unfortunately, that all talks have been broken off for the second. And I know there's some G20 meeting. I'm not sure if that, I think that's maybe a few weeks away. But China's pissed off. By the way, I blame them. I think this has also been misconstrued, mishandled, uh, overplayed, overpromised, and underdelivered by this administration. And even you people in, uh, that you know are, who are real, real, real Trump backers, you need to know that. You need to know. And again, if this thing happened last week where China backed away, I'm making some calls. I'm not tweeting it out. Seriously, there are good tweets. And there are bad tweets. You got that? There are good tweets and there are bad tweets. By the way, not to mention there's a 60 Minutes thing on generic drug companies yesterday and all the generic stocks getting hit today. Uh, Collusion between the generic drug companies. Collusion. Them too. And all the complaints about Game of Thrones last night, which we will not talk about. No spoiler alerts here. But we are 12-3 and in uh, basketball now. We are really... I should be giving you out the picks. 12-3. and They're in the playoffs. And how about that shot by Kawhi Leonard? Who was watching over that shot to make it go in the basket? Anyway, uh, Golden State against uh, Portland. Toronto against... uh, Who's Toronto against? Milwaukee, that's going to be a good series. And Giannis, that dude can play. Hmm. And Durant's not playing game one for Golden State against Portland. But I don't think that matters. I actually think they must play better without him. They move the ball better, and Curry lights it up. Not to say they're worse with Durant. You know what I mean when I say that. They still win. Up next, we'll wind it up. Taking near the close. I'm Gary. This is the one only investors at. You're listening to. Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! Investors Edge. And welcome once again to Investors Edge. Uh, thanks for being with us today. Uh, by the way, as you know, we have not been uh, quote unquote kind to Alexandra Ocasio Cortez. The reason being is we just don't like people that come out and state that in 12 years, uh, we have only 12 years to fix up climate change or else. You know, Al Gore did it 13 or 14 years ago, said we had 10 years. He lied. It was a lie. But he surely made a hell of a lot of money, Al Gore, with that stupid movie and all that. Well, uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez came out and said we had 12 years. And she was very serious about it because she said it more than once and she covered it more than once. Well, she's now come out and said it was just sarcasm. And it's the Republicans' fault for taking her serious. By the way, your handsome and buffed host, Gary, is not making this up. She now says, no, 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 just kidding. And it's Republicans' fault for taking her seriously. Now, I can go many places with that. I'm just going to let it sit exactly because she is the, that is the greatest example of these people. Here is what happened. She either got an earful from the party heads, 
or an earful from somebody that said, if you really want any freaking credibility, you have got to back away from the bullcrap. Simple as that. Oh, but Gary, what about Trump? Well, Trump is the president. We don't like his bullcrap. We don't like his lies. We call him on it here. We play. We have no bias here. We're not getting invited to the Mar-a-Lago Christmas party. We couldn't care less. Actually, we'd, we'd probably go. We heard, heard it's pretty nice. What we care about is good policy. We couldn't care less who's running the joint. We care about good policy. And we're not getting any. So here you have this new rookie. So they call him a rookie in Washington. And the first thing she does is lie out her mouth. And she expects me, somebody who has an open mind, I want to hear all, to even listen to another word she has to say. I don't. And the same goes for Elizabeth Warren, who just lied. She just completely lied about her heritage. And it was all about greed, nothing more, nothing less, while she tells everybody that we're greedy. So she gets nothing out of me. Nothing. Bernie Sanders, who says we got to care about climate change and then gets out on a private jet, gets nothing from me. Nothing from me. Zero. Zero. So that's her. And that is all. Unfortunately, the Dow down 683. And by the way, it's 3.37 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to take you to about 340, 3.41, 3.42. Uh, Dow down 673. S&P down 75. NASDAQ a juicy 283. NASDAQ 100 a juicy 275. Uh, small caps look about 3.3% now. Transport's 334. And I think we got our catalyst correct. Simple as that. And the president had better get his act in gear on messaging, on telling the truth, because he's still out today saying China's paying for the tariffs when people like me are just laughing at him. And Kudlow came out and contradicted him on that nationwide TV yesterday. Donald Trump loses next year to Joe Biden without a good economy and a good market. You got that? Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Florida, 75 electoral votes. 22 million votes total. Trump only won by less than 200,000 votes. I believe 11,000 votes in Wisconsin. 23,000 in Michigan. If he loses two of those states, who was Hillary Clinton president? I take that back. Two of those states, but had it be Pennsylvania and one other. Or Florida and one other. I don't think Wisconsin and Michigan get over the top. I promise you, if he loses the economy and its strength and the market... That's going to weigh. He's done a great job with the taxes. Great job with the regulations. Great job with the rhetoric on business. But he just put on a major tax increase on the consumer and business. And he keeps saying he hasn't. I've emailed some people I know that know him. Hopefully it gets them. Because he's barking up the wrong tree. And markets are temperamental. And yeah, we think the uh, central bank will probably lower rates again. Not so sure it's going to do the trick. We shall see. We'll have a report up by early tomorrow morning at GaryK.com for all to see. And hopefully in the next 15 minutes, things get better. So far now. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Simple procedure.
Make sure you hug your children. Night-night all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.